0: Good day, everyone. Jeff Cross here. You can contact me at jeffcross22 at gmail.com. That's jeffcross22 at gmail.com. You can also follow me on my Facebook page, which is labeled T and G. That's T as in tenacity and symbol G as in grit, tenacity and grit. Uh, You will find all my content there from... Uh, podcast to uh, short YouTube videos or any kind of uh, positive thoughts that we can get on Facebook, we put them there. I call it the good side of Facebook. So, all right. Well, today's guest, I mean, this list that I have in front of me is nothing short of amazing here. So, I'm going to try and do it justice. Seven Division One conferences been refereeing NCAA basketball since 2005 five, two division two conferences has worked the SLIAC championship, the GLVC championship, the summit league championship. Um, the NAIA division two championship has worked. The NCAA division two championship has worked the WNIT semifinals. Um, that is just to name a few. She is also the uh, coordinator of officials for the St. Louis Intercollegiate Athletic Conference, otherwise known as the SLIAC, uh, since 2016. And then in just this season, she was hired as the coordinator of officials for the GRAC. Ladies and gentlemen, Missy Brooks. Missy, you there?
1: Hey, brother. How are Um,
0: you? How are you?
1: (laughs) I'm good. Man, you made me sound old. Oh, uh, well, <laughs> we're accomplished. We're going to go with accomplished. <laughs> Mudding my way through it. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome.
0: You know, uh, I don't know if people out there listening know this story, but Missy and I met, you know, it's been a number of years ago back at the Missouri Valley Conference back when Bruce Mason had the camp. Um, and that was the first time we met. And, and Missy, you were, was that your first Division One camp that you were going to then?
1: Yes that was my first ever division one camp to try to figure it all out. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I remember that. I think, I feel like I was kind of in the same, you know, I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just, you know, <laughs> me and Missy were walking around in corners all by ourselves, you know, like, let's try this cross and see what happens. So, um, very much, a, a, a great memory I have of, of meeting you and, and developing a friendship that we've had over the years. So Missy and I have been through, um, we're gonna say a number of wars together, and we've survived. We survived
1: <laughs> exactly, exactly. You know, Jeff too. We, we talk about all the time. You know, um, with you and we help each other out with camps and all that. You know, it's it's not just what you hear from the instructors, but it's the people you meet. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, what well, we our friendships that we have um, just from you know really making ourselves uncomfortable with just saying hey. I don't know what I'm doing. Do you know what you're doing? Or those kind of things are just invaluable. There's no dollar amount you can put on it. And I can't tell people enough, you know, don't, don't sit in your corner. Don't be so far in your book or thinking you're messing up on the court and you don't want to, you know, Hey, I mean, the people you meet are going to take you further than one thing I can tell you that you missed a travel, (laughs) you know, you missed a travel call or something like that
0: that's a great perspective, right? I think that, I mean, I'm going to, I want to say it again to make sure I heard it right. The people you meet are going to take you way further in this game than a coordinator telling you, you missed a travel, right?
1: Yeah, it's exactly Man, true.
0: That's powerful. That's awesome. Very, very yeah. cool. Um, so, Hey, listen, I, I would really like for you to take just a few minutes and share, um, you know, cause I, a lot of people may not know this about you but you came from the coaching side correct and you decided to hop over into or into uh an official
1: yes so yeah
0: can, can you walk us through that transition that thought process
1: sure um you know i, I said i joined the dark side you know coming mm-hmm. from the coaching side <laughs> mm-hmm. um you know but basically you know I, I i was a head coach for 9 years and and i always you know i, I was always hard on the officials and you know, a lot of it, as I as I started to decide, you know, I, I needed a change in life, um, and I, but I wanted to stay connected to the game because I believe in women's basketball and what it does for young females and the the leadership that they gain and and being part of a team, you know, all those things, something bigger than themselves that it gives. I wasn't willing to give that up, um, and so, you know, long story short, I resigned in June. And went to uh, the same NAI, um, because I was part of the AMC, um, coaching and uh, went to their camp. And Mm so I walked on the floor. You want to talk about something that would just humble you in a heartbeat and uh, vulnerability, just the fact of here I was. I was getting teed up by these guys. Now I put on a shirt that the sleeves are like three quarters (laughs) long. (laughs) (laughs) I have a pee whistle. Cause mm-hmm. I, I don't know, that's what coaches use, you know, right. right. <laughs> and I show up and have thinking, you know, guys, you know, and everybody, you know, everybody was so good to me though. Mm-hmm. You know, they could have just really gave me such a hard time because I, i have been officiating a long time from the sideline, mm-hmm. like nine years. <laughs> <laughs> and to learn everything that I didn't know, I think was probably one of the best things that ever happened to me. Mm-hmm. You know, as a coach, a lot of times I thought I knew what officiating was about. And I had no idea. I had no idea. And, you know, I think often as, as I try to talk to coaches on sidelines, and I think that's probably one of the things that helped me the most as I was in their shoes and I, I I realized they want to be heard. Um, You know, that was one of the first things moving to get in position, acting like you care, you know, enough Mm. to, to hustle, I care enough, I'm listening to you, I hear, and I just may have just, yeah, you're right, just kicked it, and I, I apologize, but I'll keep working, you know, all those kind of things, and so, you know, um, I was fortunate enough, uh, I wanted to, to work college, because that's what I knew, um, you know, I did go to a high school meeting, and realized, you know, um, I worked in the Columbia Association, um, maybe for a year, year or two, but I'm not talented enough. And I, I say this to the day that to do their mechanics where they have to have one hand up and point in one hand at the same time, or, mm-hmm. you know, it's like tapping your head and rubbing your belly. <laughs> I'm not, I, I, I just, I wasn't very good at it. And mm-hmm. I, I the, there's so many high school officials that are, are, are great officials. And I just, you know, that wasn't my path. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, um, I was hired and did, did the NAI and the JUCO and uh, did some high school just to see place, you, know? um, you know you know, you got to see place and you got to be a part of it and you got to sit in that locker room and, and you've got to figure out who the people you want to listen to, who, you know, what path and those kind of things. And, and that's that, that got me to the next level. And everybody's like, well, how'd you do that? And, and uh, you know um, I still say, I, I really don't know. I just was dedicated to it. You know, it wasn't. Did I think I'd be sitting here today on the phone with you uh, running three conferences and and having the opportunity to do what I was doing when I got into it? No, no. I mean, I didn't I didn't even know that's what it was. I didn't know there was a career in in refereeing. I just took my pee whistle, my three quarters (laughs) shirt and put it on. And let's go. Let's rock it
2: out.
0: That's <laughs> right. Uh, we'll
1: figure the rest out later. You know? Yeah.
0: Well, just so everyone's clear, that's pretty much how Missy rocks it out even fifteen years later. <laughs> We're like, Hey, let's put on this shirt, let's go rock this baby out. So let's
1: figure this yeah, out and see what yeah. we can make happen. Stir the pot. Yeah.
0: That's that's funny that you you know, one of the, the things that people ask you is, you know, how did you how did you find success? And you 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 mentioned the word dedication. Um, do you think, you know, at your background in, in athletics, your background in coaching, your, or, you know, what, what gives you that dedication and drive, you know, just to have success in general, but, you know, speak into that, that, you know, what gives that to you? What, what can people do to, to really improve their dedication to get at a level of officiating or in, in their career that they want to be in?
1: Well, I, th- I think sometimes Jeff, people, uh, get confused, but, best- with dedication and keeping things in perspective, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you know, I, I, you know, a lot of people are like, well, I gotta, I gotta lose my job. I gotta lose my family. I gotta, I gotta, when the phone rings, I gotta do da. da, da." And, you know, it's figuring out who you are as a professional, Mm. you know, for, for me, I, my, I expect, you know, everybody's like, wow, wasn't that awesome to be on the court for this game or that game? I'm like, I work hard enough, I expect to be there. Maybe I'm just being stupid (laughs) and trying not to get my nerves up like crazy. But preparing, and it's all about preparation. It's all about putting yourself, how you're going to prepare yourself and knowing the professional you are. Whether it's, you know, I'm not a, you know, with the rule book, you know, it's confusing, it's hard, these kind of things. So I surround myself with friends that's really good with the rule book. You know, I'm a, I'm a clip person. I love to watch plays. That's my coaching background. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm that friend to that person. And it's surrounding yourself with the right people that you, 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 they can go, Hey, get it in perspective. Hey, you got to get in a real book or send that clip and be honest to me. You know, I mean, I tried to do it on my own and I didn't have a lot of people in the Midwest to know who to contact that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I reached out, you know, I mean, you know, like you, I mean, what, what are we three and a half hours away? You're one of my first phone calls, you <laughs> know. Brad, Rachel, you mm-hmm. know, I just have a very small family that I know I can, I have confidence mm-hmm. in myself because, you know, one of the first things is sometimes we get caught up that people believe in us more than we believe in ourselves.
0: Wow. What a statement. What and those are the, the people
1: man. I surround myself with. And I know that was the case for so long. I had more people believing in me that they knew I was a better referee. I, heck, I came from the coach's side. I just want to stay connected. Mm. You, know? Mm. <laughs> you know, and then all of a sudden it's like, whoa, this is a big deal. you yeah. know. And, and I always keep it in perspective with the fact that those kids and those coaches that is their life at that for those four years for the kid i mean coach changes his name to be a coach (laughs) he's no no longer john or (laughs) suzy it's coach when they're saw you know somebody sees him at a restaurant so for my ethics and how i keep my determination dedication i know the game's bigger than me and i'm just fortunate to be a part of it but if i can make it better every night out that's my job that's it's great. not so much about making me better. It's making it better. And guess what? I got better during that time. And then I started saying, Hey, I need to be a little selfish here. <laughs> Focus on me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. I think, um, you know, one of the things we talk about a lot of times, you know, and it's, it's holding the people around us accountable. You know, you're talking about that small family, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes it's just, it's just holding your friends accountable and, I, and I'm, I'm a firm believer in holding someone accountable doesn't always have to be your rah-rah person. Yep, you can do it. You can do it. You can do it. Holding someone accountable, need, you need to sometimes tell the hard truth. Hey, sure. you know, you, you missed that play. Hey, you're not running very good. Hey, you're, you know, 30 pounds overweight, whatever that is. So we need people around us that are going to hold us accountable.
1: Absolutely. It's we may not like that. what they say, you know. And it's always that it's that person you know we we talk about it in assigning you, you always you have those people that are only going to call you when you're going to tell them what they want to hear. And we talk about that in assigning a lot. it's like dude wh- why are you calling me about that? You needed to call me because of this issue happening, and I'd have been honest with you, but they sometimes people don't want to hear those things, and you have to self reflect I think with your friends because. There's times you're going to put, you're like, Oh, I'm not picking up the phone. I'm not telling them that they're going to, they're going to be honest with me. And they're going to tell me I screwed it up. I'm going to call Susie over here. That is my rah raw person. That's yes. when we don't get any better. We yeah, need the hard truth.
0: Or we, we search out the answer we're looking for. Right. Exactly. So I call sure. four people and they, and they don't tell me the answer I'm looking for. So I keep calling until I get to the fifth or sixth one and they go, okay, that's the answer I am looking for. Now you're first on my list. Yeah. Yes, that's,
1: absolutely. That doesn't absolutely. help
0: our development or our growth. And I
1: correct. Yeah. We
0: do, whether it be mm-hmm. officiating or, you know, an architect or a nurse, whatever that is. So Yeah,
1: life in general. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, truth hurts sometimes and mm-hmm. and uh you know, I and 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 we we, we all want to hear how good we are at times and we all need that. <laughs> I mean mm-hmm. we get beat up enough in this game, but uh but yeah, I mean, so you know, dedication is is just not sitting there and reading a rule book, or or it's it's surrounding yourself with the right people, finding out who you are as a professional. Um, what what's your niche?
0: Mm. Yeah. So all right, so I'm going to ask you, what's your niche?
1: I you know, I think it goes back to coming from the coach's side um, and keeping in perspective of the, again those athletes. Um, uh, that every night out they de- they deserve that but it's the honesty of talking to a coach um, I, and I, I really feel like that helped me early because um, I was seasoned on the sideline you know um, came from that side uh, being able to just give the short answers to coaches um, and and move on you know um, so you know I think I think that that helped me as much as anything
0: yeah, and it's got to be to the advantage, uh, you know, for someone who has come from coaching to officiating, to understand. Oh, I know, as a coach, I've said that line before. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I, mm-hmm. I I know that's really not necessarily a question that I have to answer because I've done that before. I'm not looking for an answer. I'm just looking for it to change or whatever that might be. So right. that is for sure a a skill set. That is to your advantage, which isn't to others who haven't coached, you know,
1: exactly. And, you know, Jeff, the other piece of that puzzle is something that, you know, after what, 15 years now I've been, I've been working, I'm still seeing coaches, you know, I may be out there with, you know, two final four officials, right. Mm -hmm. That coach doesn't want to talk to me, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, and those are the nights I struggle a little bit because I have to gain their confidence. Now, when I go and I work, you know, a game where now I'm the crew chief mm-hmm. and coaches have seen me, I'm seasoned. I've, that was one of my first leagues I've been in, you know, those kind of things, I can be a lot more comfortable. So as, as we're talking, you know, some people may be saying, well, I can't, you know, I don't, uh, you know, I, I would like to say stuff, but the coaches just scream at me, those kind of things You that will never end. That mm-hmm. will never end. You know, I you know, it, it, as I walk on the court and I'm like, Oh Lord, Vic's going to have my butt tonight, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but, but it's my job to earn his respect or her respect. Um, and, and to say, Hey, I can work too. And whether it be, you know, great partners that tell the coach that and it gives me a chance, or it's me getting over there and, and taking it and replying and, and doing those things. But, you know, I still struggle and cause I, you know, saying that's my niche it's still hard. Mm. It's very hard for me.
0: Yeah. I think there's a big difference between that's my niche and it just because it's your niche doesn't necessarily mean it becomes, it's very easy for you. Correct. Correct. You know, you still have to really focus on improving that niche and making it a little bit better every time. So there's a big difference between niche and easy. (laughs) Right.
1: And, And not to take it for granted that I can walk over there and go, Hey, you know watch like, this I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Woo, put your place
0: real quick <laughs> yeah. that's awesome um so i really would like to i want to cover a couple more topics here one yeah. is if you wouldn't mind sharing and there was a list of many championships on your on your uh, bio there but mm-hmm. i really would like for you to share your championship game at the division two ncaa tournament
1: Um, I think I was on cloud nine so much. I really don't remember. I have to watch it.
0: (laughs) Let's replay it. Right.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was just an exciting time because, you know, you and I had both been, you know, sent home at regionals and that's just part of it. And to be able to continue on to, and to know, you know, as as we step out, oftentimes at that time, you just got to step back and go, you know what? there's a whole lot of division two officials out there and there's three of us left, four of us left with mm-hmm. the table, you know, and, and to know um, I was a piece of that puzzle and uh, you know um, I can't even tell you. I mean, I know getting there, there was a lot of rough, rough games, tough games. Um, the championship game wasn't, wasn't too, too terribly hard to work, but you know, I mean, falling over fans and tripping and it uh, the the week was exhausting and, and emotional, but I was surrounded with really great partners. Um, you know, uh great assigner, um, and, and being a part of that. Sometimes it's hard for us to go, hey, this is pretty this is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And so I remind I mean, I've got a Sign picture setting here in my office that I make sure when I walk in the door of my office, that's one of the, one of them I see, they go, Hey, it's all worth it. And, and the people, you know, and the gals I work with on the court um, still friends with today. Um, you know uh, but it was in San Antonio and, you know, again, I was like, Oh, uh, how'd I get here? Mm. You know? And <laughs> again, people had, had, people had a lot of faith in me and, and so it was my job to go out there and honor, you know, that somebody gave me an opportunity to do it.
0: Yeah, that's really cool. I think, um, you know, we, we, it, when we get the championship scenarios, whether it be an NCAA championship or a conference championship, you know, I like to say to myself and to the people around me is, hey, we did it. You know, we did it. We went through, as you say, the rough patches and falling over fans and ups and downs emotionally, physically, all those things. And here you are, and you did it. Uh, yeah. I think that is it, it's it's a testament to really the hard work that we put in. Whether it be you this year or some other official next year, it is very much a testament of the hard work and the dedication that you put into the craft. So
1: well, and, and not just for that we dedicated, but our friends, our mm-hmm. family. You know, and, and and the other part of that, you know, a lot of people. I've had some referees this year. It was funny. Say, hey, um, somebody told me as my assigner, I should tell you I got a JUCO playoff game, and I'm like, yes. Mm-hmm. I'm. I mean, w- w- we've been working so hard for you to get to that point. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're not. You know, you're not bragging. You're you're giving me a pat on the back. Because we're our friends, our family are as dedicated to what we're doing in a different way, because if we didn't have that support or like we talked about our group, then um, we wouldn't be where we're at. So, you know, that that for me, it's making sure I make the phone call and say thank you to those people. So, you know, I think that's important to listeners to know, hey, make sure you tell those people you're not bragging, you're making them really proud.
0: Yeah. You're, you're thanking them almost, oh, yeah. Yeah. you know, and yeah. I'm, I'm using you as a, as a thank you. I want to let you know that you were integral in, you know, yes, I'm exactly. the one that's here right now, but you were one of the people that pushed me in this direction. So thank exactly. you for that. Yep.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: yeah, I think that's really, really great. Um, so let's switch gears a little bit mm-hmm. and let's talk about assignment. Let's just touch on it. Now you, it was it two years ago was your first year as a coordinator, correct?
1: Uh, yeah, I'll be going into my third year.
0: Going into your third year. Yeah. (laughs) I think it blurs. (laughs) Yeah, right. Yeah, I know. It goes really, really fast. Yeah. So what, I mean, first of all, I I guess my, my main question is what made you decide you want to be an designer?
1: You know, during the time of my transition and, and getting more games and, and then my summers, um, you know, get quiet. You know, when we walk off the of court, we're done um, as far as refereeing. Right. And we all talk about, you know, you have that that where you just feel like you just stepped off the cliff. The phone stops ringing, uh, you know, <laughs> emails stop coming in, the notifications. And so you have that time to reflect and, and do that. I I miss the teaching side and I realized during the, the, those transition years of becoming a full-time referee and that what I do for my, my life, livelihood, mm-hmm. um, I realized I, I, I miss teaching I miss coaching in some capacity, um, being a part of fulfilling others besides just being, you know, the phone call, uh, to referees. And so, um, you know, I, I had a have a really close friend. We'd, uh, we do a lot of self-reflecting them I and honesty and all that. And we did uh, uh, the book Purpose Driven Life. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I was I was trying to find my purpose, to be honest. I mean, that was just like, is my purpose just to blow a whistle? You know, I think I think God put me on earth and to to, to do a really good job of blowing my whistle. But I want to be a part of something bigger. Mm. than just me mm. blowing my whistle and affecting that game that night. And uh, I, I felt like in our area, as I tried to figure out becoming a referee and what that meant and what that looked like, I made so many mistakes. And how can I really start to impact people, not to make mistakes, how to show up at your first NCAA meeting, you know, mm. don't, you know, how, what to dress. And I, I said, I wish I would have made the book referees for dummies. I mean, <laughs> cause I just felt like an idiot, you know, cause, and who do you call and who do you ask because you're a peon here trying to just figure out your way. And then, you know, you talk to somebody and now the gossip mill starts and I just truly wanted to be an impact of changing the environment and that for the same reasons I got into refereeing I thought referees could be better mm. I've you know I've, I've, I just felt like that was a piece of the game that could be better however that whatever that looked like I didn't know again just go for it <laughs> you know put your shirt on and go for it um so you know uh during that time there was some transition going on with the signing around here. And, uh, you know, a few people contacted me and actually I started, uh, my referee camp before I even was assigning just to, to help, mm. just to give back. I mean, I, and, and it was really cool because I had people coming and I couldn't give them a game. I mean, mm-hmm. I had no reason to do it besides teach you mm-hmm. what I, what I knew. And, you know, and give back the friendships and and people who have taught me. Um, And so then I was fortunate enough to take on uh, the Celiac and then uh, the Grec uh, with Juco League. And then um, um, I just got to sign the AMC this year with the NAI. And, Mm -hmm. you know, the cool part for the AMC and a lot of people, uh, you know, that's the one that got me into it. And I kind of feel like I came home. Mm-hmm. you know, with the fact of, uh, I'm an NAI student athlete. You know, I, I, I to- coached, I taught in the NAI. I was a regional supervisor in the NAI national office, all those things. So, you know, for me, it's almost like the circle, you know, the, the one that got me into it is the uh, being an assigner for that one kind of turned out to be pretty cool. Now I got a lot of work to do. <laughs> 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 I just keep giving myself work. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You're not going to be taking any time off anytime soon. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, you know, so it leads into my next question. So here we are now you're in three conferences and the summer totally changed on you. Yeah. You know, now it's time to pivot, you know, Mm -hmm. I mean, what, what, what advice can you tell, you know, potential campers, potential officials, you know, whatever that might be, you know, during this time of pivot.
1: Well, I think a, a pivot is always a great place to look at look at, towards a different angle. Because mm-hmm. we get so caught up in fast forward, you know, looking one direction.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And now we gotta we gotta turn to the left, turn to the right, look over your shoulder. Mm-hmm. And and the opportunities we may have been missing because we were so mainstream in where we were going and what we were doing. You know, I've I've heard so many good things about um you know, the way assigners have changed things up and what they're trying to do as far as teaching and training and, and all of that. Um, and, and it's been able to be more personal. Um, I think for people, um, soak it in, take Mm. a moment, you know, and, you know, I, I'm still trying to figure out a little bit how I'm going to do things. Um, you know, I, I'm still being told that we still may have a camp late, Mm. um, I know. <laughs> me too. <laughs> I go, mm. Um, but you know, because it is independent, um but I, I just think soak soak it in, take take time off. I mean, for me personally, I did some little projects that I have not I would have never taken time to do. And man, it was like church out in the garage. I mean, <laughs> music's blaring, nowhere to go. You know, just took a moment to, you know, I think that's the biggest thing is, is take it in instead of wanting to be where you were, because so often we fight for our limitations. And, you know, when I say that, it's like, we continue to want what we just had
2: Mm. the way we had
1: it. Well, okay, you're going to get what you've just got. Why not find something, find, find a new avenue during this time.
0: Yeah, I love that. You know, um, I think, you know, the people that I talk to, I talk to, you know, officials here and there and they're worried about, you know, am I going to get this game or that game or whatever it is? And sometimes we just get so laser focused on the task at hand at, at actually receiving games and getting assignments. Yep. We mm-hmm. lose sight of the process of getting the assignments. And, sure. you know, that that process that we go through, even though it may look a little different this summer, it's still a process. and you know, we we tend to get a little disheartened. You know, oh, I don't know how my schedule's going to look next year, or if it's going to look at all, and those kind of things. When, you know, I'm personally I'm, I'm just worried about improving myself at this point and 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 working on the pivot, so yeah. that way when when they do call and say, okay, games are on, then I'm ready. You yeah. know, I don't, I don't want to, um, do, and and this is just my own personal opinion, Missy, but I think we get lost in the fact that. You know, we get told six months, nine months in advance that we're going to have games and that everyone everyone wants things so early. You know, a game is a game, whether I get it six months in advance or I get it two weeks in advance. To me, sure. a game is a game. So I'm just going to continue to work on myself. So that's my only yeah. two cents there.
1: <laughs> and, and you know, and I, the you know, administrators don't know. I mean, I was mm-hmm. on a Zoom call with uh, the AMC this week and, and they don't you know, they're just trying to figure out false sports. And then mm-hmm. we'll figure out <laughs> mm-hmm. we'll figure out the next, you know, about the time we. We think we're going to lock rooms this way. We're not going to, nope, nope, we're going to do it. So it's it's new to everybody. I mean, you just, you know, I I get phone calls, I get texts, I get emails, you know, all these things. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, hold on, hold on. <laughs> just, just maybe this is the time. For not only our environment, but us as people, also to reevaluate and think about what we're doing and how we're doing things, mm-hmm. you know, to refresh ourselves um, though, instead of just again forcing yourself to to want something we, we have no control over, I mean, we have no control over any of this, so
0: and we want that decision made so early, you know what yeah, I mean? because here sure. here's the, you know this is the, we're going to kind of get on the ranger, but that's okay here's the issue. If I come out tomorrow and say, hey, we're having, we're doing camp and then, or we're not doing camp or whatever it is. Right. And then two weeks later, all of a sudden everything changes and I go, okay, it looks like it's different now. You're, (laughs) you're going to be upset with me, you know? So I am choosing to say very little until a decision has actually been made. You know, I get emails all the time. Hey, have you heard anything about this? Well, no, I haven't, you know? And if Mm. I did, I sure as heck wouldn't be keeping it a secret. (laughs) (laughs) You know, exactly. I'm, I'm telling yeah. everyone. So, yeah. you know, we're wanting these decisions to be made and it's unfortunate that we live in a world like that, but hopefully we, you know, some people are going to reflect a little bit and go, you know what? Not that big a deal. If I know six months in advance, it's just not yeah. that big a deal. So,
1: well, and I, again, it's keeping everything in perspective. It's, you know, it's June, you know, it's not, it's not October, mm-hmm. It's you know, it's not September, October, mm-hmm. like, be with the people you can't be with mm-hmm. as much as you can, whether it be Zoom or or whatever, when, when you're not around in the wintertime.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Make sure you're there for them, whatever that there means, mm-hmm. looks like to you, and keep it all in perspective.
0: I love it. I love it. All right. Three questions for you. Okay. And then uh, we'll shut her down. First question is, and you kind of alluded to this a little bit, but I don't maybe want to give any advice here what is a, a mandatory book that you think everyone should be reading or what's on your read list right now that you're kind of, you're into.
1: Um, for me right now, I'm, I'm uh, do I have to read it or can I listen?
0: You can listen. To it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We're, we're in 2020. It, listening, <laughs> listening is the same thing as reading right now. Yeah, <laughs> it,
1: it's, it's a book, right? Yeah, that's right. right. Um, right, right now I'm on uh, dare to lead okay. Renee Brown. Um, you know, she talks a lot about um, you know, understanding yourself and others' emotions and uh I mean she's 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 a a person that I, I really like things that she has to say and kind of self reflecting um, on what you're doing. Um, I can't tell you the other book cause it's got bad words in it. So mm, right. <laughs> we'll stay away from Stop it. Stop doing that. Uh, <laughs> uh, <I got> it. <laughs> and, and so, you know, a lot of, uh, things that, uh, you know, sometimes we, we get away from, cause we, again, we get focused, laser zone focused on what's in our future that uh, hey, what what can I do to make my future look better? Those kind of things. So, mm-hmm. dare to lead is, is what I'm what I'm on right this second.
0: Perfect. All right. Question number two: Can you give everyone one of your non-negotiables? I call them non-negotiables, meaning you will do it every day, Monday through Monday. It's non-negotiable in your life. You know to you know I'm not talking about like you know eat food you know, something that's non-negotiable <laughs> that you want to do to, to help you develop you.
1: Uh, give my time. Mm. Uh, you know, for me, it's, I try to every evening go, maybe not so much. Did I make somebody smile or, but did I give my time to, mm. to someone else? Because again, And, and, you know, I got to catch a plane. I got to, you know, talk to these coaches. I got to all these things. I get so caught up in in the wintertime of go, 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 go. get, you know, get to the next place, that kind of stuff. Did I did I stop long enough to make it about somebody else? Because, Mm. you know, something I was told one time and I absolutely love is everybody has 24 hours in a day. That's the one thing we all have Mm. in common. Nobody gets 25, Mm. you know, any of that. We all have 24 hours in a day. What did you do with your 24 hours? And you, you know, you, you tell me I don't have time. Well, you have the same amount of time I have, mm
2: -hmm. you know,
1: and if I selfishly kept all those to myself, I did not make anybody smile. Did not make anybody's day, you know? And so a lot of time that's spending time out at the farm and, and, you know, uh, with friends, you know, right now, you know, those kind of things that people that check in with me that maybe I don't do enough check-in, but giving my time is the thing. I don't, that's, that's my niche. I mean, I that's, that's, my, that's
0: my thing. Yeah, You're non-negotiable. Yeah. Make sure I'm going to nope. try and give time every yep. day. I love it. Yep. All right. Before we get to question number three, the final question, um, can you uh, let everyone know out there how they can get in contact with you if they have a question about officiating or maybe the book you're reading or your camps or whatever that might be?
1: You bet. Um, Missy, M-I-S-S-Y, Brooks, B-R-O-O-K-S, 22 at gmail.com. You know, I try to stay as close to Jeff Cross as I can.
0: So I'm yeah. like, that's right on it. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> we're, so, we're so out of the box type thinkers, aren't we? Let me just put right, we're just want <laughs> <laughs> <That> to. <will work. laughs> uh, hey,
2: 22. That would work. Cross 22.
1: I might as well do 22. <laughs> my, my cell number is 573-590- Zero six eight five, and uh, you know, text call, you know, those kind of things. Um, you know, you know e- either one's fine. It's, right now, it's a little easier to uh, catch me on the on the email and get a response than it is my my phone. Mm-hmm.
0: Perfect. And of course, you can contact me at jeffcross22 at gmail.com. and then you can also follow my Facebook page, which is TNG for Tenacity and Grit. And that's where I post all my content. All right. Last question. All right. What do you want your legacy to be?
1: That I made it better and I found it. Mm.
2: <laughs> wow. that's huge.
1: I, You know, that's one of those, uh, when I had student athletes, they would always, you know, cleaning up the bench after the game. when we were small college, right? Mm-hmm. Locker rooms, whatever. And so probably most of them would know that coach Brooks said, make it better than you found it. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, whether I'm helping someone, you know, in their yards or doing something in the, you know, what, or helping a referee, if I can help them be better, you know, Mm -hmm. make it better than you found it. And so end of the day, the whole reason to do a signing is, You know, I think I was missing that piece of my puzzle. I could make me better and I found it. I mean, I'm hopefully Mm -hmm. (laughs) screwed Mm -hmm. up too much, (laughs) you know, but, but impacting others. So,
0: yeah. And you're well on your way to doing that. Right. I mean, you're, you know, and you're going to blink your eyes and you're going to be 10, 15 years down the line as an, as an assigner. And then you're going to go back. Well, well, this is how I, this is how I received it. And this is where it's at now. So you're making it better than when you found it. So that's awesome. Great answers. Okay. Um, I want to leave you with this, Missy, before we disconnect. Okay. Um, I can only, I I don't want to speak for everyone, but I feel like you need to know this. We thank you for making yourself available. The officials out there, the younger officials, experienced officials, you know, sometimes we just can't, um, we're we're afraid to, to contact people. But you have made yourself very much available. And it is a true gift to be able to do that. And we thank you for that and keep up the good work.
1: Well, I appreciate it. It's a, it's a, cause people like you are out there and I go call Jeff. I don't know the answer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I do appreciate it, but it's because of, uh, you know, great people I surround myself with. And, you know, you're one of my friends who are family to mm-hmm. me um, because of what you've given me and what you give others. And I see how you give others, um, you know, so, so we're all, we're all in this together.
0: That is for sure. So thank you so much for giving, uh, you know, a little bit of your day today. And I hope um, the rest of your day is nothing short of amazing. And Missy Brooks, I love you, kiddo. I love you too, brother. All right. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.